It is now time for business on Midday Report. Kim Moody is with us. Kia ora Kim. And Restaurant Brands has posted an underwhelming result. Kia ora Mani. Fast food operator Restaurant Brands has posted a disappointing profit hit by COVID-19 disruptions, staff shortages and higher costs. The group operates on both sides of the Tasman, California and the Pacific with KFC, Taco Bell, Carl's Jr and Pizza Hut brands. Four-year profit fell 38% to $32.1 million, although revenue grew 16%. Chief Executive Russell Creedy says the result is in line with expectations and sales are improving. COVID really beat the business up and the sector. We've seen very high inflation over the last 12 months, hitting all ingredients costs, commodity prices, transport costs, uh, you name it. And on top of that, labour inflation has really been really significant, much more significant than in prior years. The important thing is we've maintained our sales. If we had gone backwards in sales and we're really struggling in that area, then I think we'd be a lot more worried. Russell Creedy says it's too early to forecast this year, but the company's in a strong position to take advantage of improving economic conditions. Online financial services company Heartland Groups reported a modest lift in its half-year profit as lending increased, bad debts fell and its Australian business expanded. Net profit was $48.7 million, up 2% on the year before, including $6 million on, of one-off costs, with deposits growing faster than lending. The company specialises in reverse mortgages, vehicle and business loans, but its bad debts are lower, while margins were squeezed by rising interest rates. Chief Executive Jeff Greenslade says its move to expand in Australia through buying Challenger Bank should drive its growth. Challenger being a bank, what it's going to do is give us access to depositors. So um, at the moment, we have to fund our livestock and reverse mortgage businesses from wholesale institutions. So with a bank licence, we can access depositors, which which is a, a much deeper and much more efficient source of funding for us. So it gives us uh, you know, the potential... Uh, not just to um, you know, uplift in terms of margin, but just to accelerate and fuel that growth. Some economic pressures in the second half, but says much of Heartland's business, such as the reverse mortgages, gives it some insulation from pressures. Insurer Tower expects the cost of the Auckland and Upper North Island floods to be between $95 million and $125 million. It's still assessing the impact of Cyclone Gabrielle, but expects both events will be largely covered by Tower's reinsurance policy, which has an excess of nearly $11.9 million. Chief Executive Blair Turnbull says the company's increasing its large events allowance by $10 million to $40 million. We are progressing reinstatement cover with a view to retaining our full levels of catastrophe protection. That is, two additional catastrophe events up to $889 million. Any further large events this year will have an excess of $12.5 million. Blair Turnbull says the company plans to expand its risk-based pricing to include landslips and coastal hazards. Tower has reaffirmed its trimmed four-year guidance with profit expected to be between $18 million and $23 million. Changes to the global geopolitical landscape and regions over-reliant on one or two industries are front of mind when it comes to improving New Zealand's economic resilience. The Productivity Commission has released an issues paper on improving the resilience of the country's economy. It says the recent devastation of Cyclone Gabrielle has added to concerns. The Commission's chair, Ganesh Nana, says many supply chains have been taken for granted and there are risks for regions. 
recognising that many of our regions around the country are reliant on one or two industries or sectors and that may or may not make them more vulnerable to these supply chain disruptions. So the challenge is whether we go an industry perspective in terms of a policy response or whether we do regional perspective uh, or whether we focus on those that global trade um, market access questions. Public submissions on improving economic resilience are open until mid-April. Well, let's head to the markets now. We're joined by Simon Bradley of Jardin Securities. Kia ora, Simon. How's our local market looking? Kia ora, Kim. Um, markets have staged a recovery today, actually, driven by easing Treasury yields um, and positive economic data out of the US overnight. The NZX50 is currently up 22 points, or 0.2%, at 11,815. Vector is the best performer on the NZX50 today. It's up 16 cents or 4% at $4.12. That's following solid half-year results and declaring an 8.25 cents per share dividend. Oceania Healthcare is up 2 cents or 2.7% at 77 cents. And Scales is up 9 cents or 2.7% at $3.48. In terms of market laggards, the Fonterra Shareholders Fund is down 7 cents or 2.2% at $3.07. Goodman Property is down 3.5 cents or 1.6% at $2.10. And Ryman Healthcare is down 6 cents or 1.2% at $5.18. And can I just get the headline Australian number, please? Yeah, sure. Look, we've been open for a little while. The ASX 200 is currently trading up 0.6% at 7267. How's our dollar looking? Yeah, the Kiwi dollar is currently trading lower versus most of our trading partners. It's currently buying 0 spot 0.6162 US dollars, 0 spot 9145 Aussie, 0 spot 5829 euro, 0 spot 5106 GBP, 83.87 Japanese yen, and finally the Kiwi's buying 4.2788 Chinese yuan. And that just leaves interest rates, oil and gold. Yes, certainly, Kim. So the New Zealand 10-year Treasury yield is currently trading at 4.67%. The New Zealand 90-day bank bill at 5.16%. Brent crude oil is at $82.44 a barrel. That's 0.9% lower. And gold is currently trading unchanged at $1,817 an ounce. Kia ora, Simon. That's Simon Bradley of Jardin Securities. And just enough time to tell you, produce exporter TNG Global has reported a full-year loss of just under $1 million with revenue down at 4%. It says a strong start in the first half of the year was partly eroded by product losses and softer prices. It says there were quality issues with its NV brand Apples and consumer demand in Britain and Europe eased. 